know that each stage of life is unique and can be hard. We also know that you may have questions through it all. So meet Harvest with Sierra and Lee. We want to be with you in the moments of uncertainty and bring light and life to each question. Are we qualified to be giving advice? Barely. But we know some powerful women who are. Every other week, we'll bring you a podcast that we hope will encourage you, make you laugh, point you towards joy, help you think rightly about your season and the Lord. So let's reap an abundant harvest together. Welcome back to Harvest. I'm Lee. I'm Sierra. We are so excited to be with you again this happy Friday morning. Just technically not Friday. So I know. I was like, weird. wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but nonetheless, we're happy to be with you guys. Thank you so much for always um, joining us on Friday mornings. Thanks for all you that um, were engaging with us on social media this week. For and real. especially thank you to those who didn't just give $2. We're so okay. grateful for the $2. We're grateful for the $5. We're grateful for the $50. $50. We're so grateful. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We are on our way to getting more professional. Seriously, it's so huge. We're so grateful. Yeah, it's awesome. So we've got we've got a point to our chit chat today in the closet. Um, we hope it ministers to you. It's just kind of an just an outpouring of our hearts and our thought life, what we're kind of walking through this week. Um, and then we have we'll touch on one of the questions that we've mm-hmm. got in from Instagram. And coming up next, get ready for your icebreaker. Okay, so our icebreaker is going to be the most out-of-character thing you've ever done post-Jesus. That's right. To save my mom while she listens to this and podcast. And just to save, like, our integrity. Like, we don't need to be telling people what we did <laughs> pre-Jesus. And if you knew me pre-Jesus, keep that to yourself also. <laughs> don't go blasting anybody on Instagram today. <laughs> They're like, uh, Sierra, Actually, that's this probably is... not the most out of care. They're like, they, like, post a picture and tag Harvest. Oh, They're no, like, no, no. this is the most, Kaylin. No pictures, No please. pictures. All of that is dead and crucified. And also everyone else that goes to my high school that listens to this podcast. No pictures. <laughs> okay, great. Moving on. Okay, so Post-Jesus. Yes, the most out of the character. The most out of character thing. So Leanne and I decided um, that we would open up a bank account for Harvest. Mm-hmm. Just because I Venmo a lot. And so yes. all this money sitting in my Venmo is killing me. So I'm like, I need somewhere to put it in our paychecks that That's we get right. from Anchor. So Our paychecks. I know. I'm like... <laughs> very profesh we have jobs praise god (laughs) and so i i'm like oh you know what lee let's use discover i'm like i love discover it's been so good to us it's quick it's easy i have a discover account yes we've had it for over a year yes so if you don't know discover is not just a credit card anymore it can actually be a bank account with a debit card yes okay and we but so the thing is is you should also side tip you should probably also have a, um, like a brick and mortar if you want, like you, cause you can take pictures of your checks and deposit yes. things, but if you have cash, like a big influx of cash for whatever reason you would have that, um, and you want a brick and mortar, yeah. we have a, we have prosperity as our brick and mortar. Um, but so we use discover, we use it for a long time, Ethan and I, we love it. And so I'm like hyping it up to Lee. She's like, let's do it. So we get on. We're doing all the steps, and it, like, takes Lee's information, takes our little inf- my information. And, and it's legit, like, Sierra said, this will take, like, five minutes. We yeah. We've done so quick. And, uh, and then it says call, and Lee's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, but I'm like, they always answer so fast. <laughs> it's going to be great. 
So we call them and we're going through the steps and it's like smooth sailing. And then they get through Lee stuff and she goes, oh, um, are you opening this like with a co-person, like a co-owner? And Lee was like, yeah. And so she was like, okay. They couldn't verify my identity. I know. I'm like, listen, all this politics saying we don't need IDs to vote. Listen, you just have to have an ID to open a bank account, a valid one. Right. Not just like, not just valid, but the address has to be right. It can't be um, expired. Nope. Your name has to match. Yep. Like they got to be able to figure out who you are if you want a bank account, which I get. Totally. Cool. Kind of. You should be able to take my social security. Okay. Social security. And you should be able to say like, oh, you already have a discover account. We've, We've already verified you. Yes. We know this because we have your social security number now. So. But is that what they did? No. So she's like, we can't verify your identity because, because y'all, my mailing address on my driver's license is wrong. I, it is a college station address, but not my current one. And she's like, so if you can just, I'm like, I, we've already told her that I'm not at my home. So she's like, if you could just give me like a bill with your name on it Mm -hmm. and your social security card, we'll just, we'll just get this done for you or my passport. She's like, we'll just get this done for you really quick. And I'm like, great. I'm not at home. Also, every bill I receive at my house comes in my husband's name, and I have my social security card, Yeah. and I also have a Discover account with you already. So I'm, like, super feisty. I'm getting so annoyed, and she's, like, not having it. She's like, okay, let me ask someone else if we can, like, do something with the Discover account that you already have. And we're pretty sure she just put us on hold for, like, 60 seconds and then came back and was like, Seriously. <laughs> she was like, oh, no, that didn't work. And I was like, Great. So she's like, could you just go get your license for me? And I was like, I'm just going to go check, make sure it doesn't say the right address, you know? So as I'm getting up, she like says something and I'm like, this is stupid. I was like, we're just going to use a different bank. <laughs> and I'm like, we're on speakerphone. Oh yeah. She could Sierra totally hear me. our office. Hashtag the closet. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> she's, she's going to be right she's back. <laughs> so that was the out of character. That Sierra's was the most like, out of we're using a different bank. It was like super confrontational, very much like not how we typically operate. No, I would never. I thought about it for days afterwards. If that makes you feel any better, I'm sorry to the lady at Discover. That was way out of character for me, but also it was it stupid. was stupid. And but I'm sorry I said it like that. And I'm also might have said she was stupid, not that it was stupid. I think I was like, you're stupid, and I'm we're using a different bank. You're not stupid, lady. Okay, so end of the story is. We updated Sierra's address on her driver's license. Yes. She's now completely valid. Officer Jones, if you pull her over, also don't also, pull over my friends. I but... opened a Target red card um, the other day, and two days ago, and she was like, oh, can I have your driver's license? And then she's like, is everything up to date? And I was like, it is yes. now. Do you want to see? So thank you, Discover Lady. Yeah, okay. It was good. You needed to do it. I needed to It was very adult. It. it just took a long time. It was just, yeah. It was just stupid. Okay. So... My out-of-character thing, which this would surprise maybe only some people, because (laughs) if you're, like, if we're close, and you've been around me for more than, like, church, I think I said this last time, too. You did. (laughs) So, you know that I can get kind of spicy. You're, like, churchly, not spicy. Housely. Even at at church sometimes. It just depends on who you are, if I can trust you or not, you know? If we're, like, that close. There's, like... Certain people that I'm like, ooh, this might offend, but then there's other people where I'm like, <laughs> I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm going for I'm it. Going for it. Um, so when we moved into our house, we bought a house with my mom, and she has like a um, little mother-in-law unit, a little apartment attached out. Ba- 
Okay, so separate living space attached by the patio and the roof. So she can get away from the boys if she 100%. needs like, time. You know. Okay, so we buy the house. We have homeowner's insurance and all this stuff. Well, like, five months after we moved in, her air conditioner went out. And so mm-hmm. what do I do? I call our homeowner's, homeowner's insurance. insurance. And I think I actually called the warranty people. Mm. And they tried to tell me that since it was a separate dwelling place, that they weren't covering it. No. So my out-of-character thing was like... I'm not going to raise my voice as loud as I raised it, but it was like super mom slash teacher slash I know the details of this warranty and I will need to speak to somebody else because this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. No holds barred. Like, I mean, I was giving this man yes. a, Ryan sometimes calls it a tongue lashing. Mm-hmm. And you know where it got me? Nowhere. 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 Absolutely no. They actually just like hung up the phone and they were like, hey guys, put her on the um, do not call us. That's exact. I think that's what happened. He hung up on me. He hung up on me, first of all. Oh my god. I mean, probably that's how ridiculous I was being. Probably. I didn't use ugly words with him. I did have my authority voice on, but I'm like, I'm not one to like cuss somebody out. No, gracious. Pre Jesus. Maybe. May, but maybe not. But maybe not. Oh, you know? Yeah, like, not me. Face. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not post-Jesus. But he hung up on me. And then when I called back, I feel like they put a red flag on my file. Oh, probably. And nobody was helpful. <laughs> so you know what we did? We showed them and got rid of our warranty. Which, I'm like, I don't <laughs> and know. And now our air conditioner is not warranted. <laughs> <sighs> Wasn't anyways. Anyway, so that was my out-of-character thing. But okay. anybody who's, like, been with me in a frustrating situation is like, Sometimes she can be. Spicy. Spicy. I think that's okay. Like, I worked at Starbucks in the drive-thru. It was mm. one of my first real jobs. And I had a super high expectation of any drive-thru after that. And so if I did not get, like, <laughs> the type of service I would have given to somebody, I was, like, the one in line. Like a Karen? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, before that was even a thing. Sorry. I know. It's okay. But, you know, some people just got to step it up. 100%. You know? 100%. They got to act like they at Chick-fil-A. Okay. Okay, Here's so, no. I had three quick, very quick thoughts. Okay. Mom voice mm-hmm. first. So yesterday I was in the car with Nora and I asked her to do something and I was not like, it was not this voice, but uh-huh. I said I needed her to, oh, she was, I don't know what she was doing, but I, I quickly said something like with this tone, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I was like, and she said, ah, oh, you look like Aunt Prissy. No. That's my sister. <laughs> oh. Oh, I said, I said that I had a spanking spoon in my diaper bag, Ooh. and if I and, and if I needed to use it, I would. That's mm-hmm. what I said, because mm-hmm. she was being very mouthy and very whiny. And she goes, ugh, you look like Aunt Prissy. And I said, what? It, like, caught me so off guard. I was like, what? I don't, I don't look like my sister. No. And so I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, you, like, changed your voice. Oh, funny. It was like a mom voice. Oh. That's what Aunt Prissy always says. She always says she's going to spank me with a spanking spoon. And I was like... <laughs> You probably needed it at Aunt Prissy's house. You and Taylor would be out of control. That's my niece. So, mom voice, mm-hmm. apparently only my sister has one. That's so funny. And then... You need to start using that more. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'm like, it didn't scare her. She doesn't care. <laughs> she just and made then, her sassy even more. The second thing is there's this one lady at Starbucks. She's precious. But I think she's like... her. her I, she just tries too hard, you know? Mm. And so when I go through the drive-thru line there, she'll be like, Hi! And then waits weirdly, and then she's like, oh, do oh, we have no. little ones in the back? Oh, no. And she I'm watches like, too much of that one show. 
I'm something. I'm like. And she's Alexis. Or maybe she's Moira. I, yeah, I don't know. It's like so bizarre. And you're like, oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do okay, know. I'm going to say it. <laughs> and like the one I've watched for three times in a row now, so. <laughs> Just kidding. Not kidding. And so then she's, she'll always be like, oh. She's trying. They're beautiful. I'm like. My coffee's in your hand, and you just, just pass that it to me. <laughs> Every time she like tries too hard, so I'm like, there is there is a level where I'm like, don't be. I don't want you invested in my kids, Feels but a I creepy. also don't want you to be like, here's your coffee, right? You right. know what I mean? I'm like, there's like a happy medium. Yeah, Maybe at Dutch we should Bros, lower our expectations for like people. Totally, probably in drive-throughs. I know I should. At Dutch Bros, they're like way too invested. Like, every time she'll be, like, while they're waiting for your drink to make sure, like, pops out of the little window. Oh, no, they're, like, having a conversation. Yes, like, I mean, literally, they put, like, this is not the first time I've seen this. She'll, like, they'll stick out of the window to get closer to your car. That's like, funny. y'all can't see me, but I'm crossing my arms like I'm on a window like sill. She's, yeah, like, perched up and on like, a window Yes, <laughs> and that's what they do. And then they'll be, like, hi, how's your day? That's so funny. Oh, good. Yeah, mine's going great, too. I kind of like it. I don't Aww. because I feel, but I think it's because I'm not friend like You're like Ethan friendly. says I'm not yeah. friendly. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm always like, I'm super. Like one time I had it was like four days after I gave birth to Crew and I was just yeah. like trying to get some coffee, you yeah. know. And so I was like, I just had a baby, and she's like, Oh, that's hard. I was like, You don't even know. You're 18. Like, give me my coffee <laughs> and stop talking to me. <laughs> I was like, ah. That's funny. Oh, okay. Poor drive through people. We love okay. you. Seriously. Okay, so on to the next one. Things your mom never told you. Okay, this was just really funny. This happened last night. I was like, made spaghetti, which everybody knows how I feel about it, but yep. it's cheap and quick. Yep. So, made spaghetti, and my mom is here because, um, not that anybody else needs to know this. I'm having a, I, I get to have work on my kidneys today. So, Yay. I'm like super excited about it. My mom came into town to be with me, and, um, I go to cut Abel's noodles, mm-hmm. and I just get the pizza cutter. Yeah. And I'm like, slicing and dicing and getting it all chopped up my mom's like that is genius because you're not having to use a knife or scissors it just cuts your food and lee taught that to me you're welcome yeah you're yeah thank you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i use it for actually everything like so smart i don't even use like if it's check-in whatever it is i'm like pizza cut all the way it's so easy i don't know why i don't know where i learned it i just didn't come up with it Mm -hmm. but at one point i had four toddlers yeah well three toddlers Ian came in kind of late, but three toddlers, and so it's like three plates of food that you're having to like. Yes. Hot little food, you gotta get with a fork and a knife. That's just too much work. Or using scissors. Yeah, that, you taught I me use, that actually. I use scissors for kitchen shears. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes I actually use it to cut pizza because it's easier than a pizza yes. cutter. Yes. Or like, not that you'll ever feed your one year old Chick fil A, but um, if you have a one year old and they need to eat some chicken <laughs> from Chick fil A, it's really easy to cut with scissors. It's so easy to cut with scissors. Your kitchen scissors that you put in the dishwasher. <clears throat> yes, that you clean, yes. sterilize. Yes, I yes, love yes. to cut things with scissors. That's cool. I did. I remember that when you lived here, you were cutting raw chicken or something with scissors. And Mariah I was like, taught me that. That's genius. I love that. Yeah. I need new scissors for that. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's exactly right. Though you have to have two scissors, like your, like, your raw yeah. meat scissors, and yeah. then like you're like, oh, I'm just cutting up some chicken nuggets. Right. From right. 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 Even though they were both going to be washed in my mind, I'm like, we need two separate ones. You totally do. And Mariah, I almost said Courtney. <laughs> Mariah taught that to me when we were uh, roommates in college. That's awesome. Okay. So, um, something that my mom never taught me because she didn't have to. A. We had a glass shower door. Like a Ooh, sliding nice. yeah. thing. Um, so this, it wouldn't apply to her. 
but she probably also didn't know because I wasn't a boy. Um, but our guest bathroom constantly stinks. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Like, I'm, like, taking out the trash all the time. I have tried every single Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram cleaning hack in that bathroom. Nothing yeah. works. And my mother-in-law came up, who raised two boys mm-hmm. and two girls, and she was like, hey, I, was, I think I must have been complaining about it to her or something. And she was like, have you ever washed your shower curtain? And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, like, your shower curtain. They pee everywhere. You know, boys just pee everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Their pee particles are all over that shower curtain. I need to wash mm-hmm. the shower curtain. And sure enough, Fix now it. I have one more thing on my laundry list. But it does work. They, I don't, I was telling to, I was in, I was volunteering at church on Sunday and I was telling them this and they were like, what? How even? And I'm like, well, yeah, like my boys, like Shh. they'll turn their bodies as they're peeing because they're talking. <laughs> like they're Totally. Just, I'm like, they pee everywhere. And then also just the amount that splashes out. Yes. It's like right next to the toilet. I mean, the yes. shower and toilet, bath and toilet. Always wash your shower curtain. Yeah. Wash your shower curtain. Okay. So. Moving on. Moving on. So we're going to take one of the questions that we got from Instagram. And today we're going to focus on what does your daily devotional time look like with so many children? <laughs> I love that they put so, so many. many. I know. You know, because we're just like like a seven together. They're like, <laughs> hey, what's your... <laughs> when you got so many kids... How you do this? <laughs> um, I'm going to let the one with the so, so many take it first. Okay. Well, I feel like... Um, so this changes... Obviously, if yes. you're, if you have, if you've been through a season where you're walking with Jesus and now you're in a different, something in your life has changed, then your devotional has probably changed. changed. Like your quiet time looks different. Um, and maybe we should just get rid of the word quiet for a totally. minute to take away any guilt that they met, that that might bring. Yes. Um, because there was a very long time where my quiet time wasn't quiet, um, at all. There's mm-hmm. nothing in my life that was quiet unless it was the wee hours of the morning or the late, late, late hours of the night. And can I tell you, my brain shuts down. Yes. And I can't give Jesus my full attention. It was really hard for me in those days. Um, I will say one thing that helped me when they were small. So I had Maddox, who was four, Abram, who was two, not even two yet. He was like 20 months and then newborn Eli. And the two the two toddlers, mm-hmm. <laughs> four years old and two years old almost, would get in so much mischief. But I just had to, like, I had to child-proof my house as best I could. Yes. And then when I would sit down and nurse Eli, because it happened so often during the day that I just made that time. I'm going to listen to something good. I'm going to read something Ooh, good. good idea. Yeah. And so that's, so I had my little nursing station set up with um, a little side table that was literally a TV tray. It was not cute. Okay. But like practical. My, ro- my rocking chair, my TV tray, um, a journal, a pen, and then like a charging cord. Love it. So that's where I was. So I just turned on something good that I could either read, something on my Kindle app, something I could listen to, and that would just, that would fulfill, but I had to do it often. Yeah. You know, it's like you nurse for 15 minutes at a time. Right. And so it's like 15 minutes that I get of listening to something good. And then in another two hours... 15 more minutes. And so yes. at that point, it was just a choice um, of what I'm turning on and what I'm giving my attention to. That's right. I will say it was quite comedic during those days because <laughs> Maddox or Abram would come in and shut the door because it was in my bedroom. And then I would be stuck. For real. <laughs> you're like, uh, here I am and you're at the door. Boy. Yeah, and trying not to raise my voice to not yes. startle the, the infant. So it's like, 
A- Abram, Maddie. Like, yeah, this isn't going to work. I can remember, like, waddling. Like snacks. Yes. Like, waddling around my house. I had this huge, bre- it's, it was called my breast friend. Uh-huh, yeah. Nursing pillow that snapped on you. Yes. So it wouldn't go anywhere. And literally, like, one hand holding Eli to my chest on top of this nursing pillow, and the other hand trying to wrangle two toddlers. That's amazing. Make sure the door's open. It feels very, very true to my state of life. So true. Um, also, I feel like we need to do a whole podcast dedicated to breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. Because... I was a not a fan of the breast breast friend. I know, I know. I wasn't a fan of it, but I have one. Um, and then in this stage with so many children. And then this stage with so many children, they're all old enough to respect, like, quiet time. boundaries and quiet yes. time. Yeah, and so and they're old enough to to have like a version of their own quiet time. Mm-hmm. So my oldest three can read, so that just looks like giving them something that is feeding them yes it's not always directly from a bible but we have lots of books about bible stories and that sort of thing and i and i'm trying not to force anything on them because i don't want it to feel right like like too heavy at this point like i want them to enjoy reading i want them to enjoy reading the bible if that's what they want to read i want them to enjoy reading the bible stories if that's what they want to read yes but just making sure that they have time to do that and then if ian's home during any of that he still goes to public school, but if he happens to be home during one of those times, then I literally just find something on YouTube, like, that is appropriate for him to watch totally. a Bible story. Um, and then it's just something I think that, event you just have to do it enough to where it's a habit, mm-hmm. and that, that this is the expectation. It's kind of like a quiet time or a nap time. Like, yeah. this is the expectation. This is what we need to do. It's good for mommy. It's good for my soul. Like, I need to be with Jesus. Like, using yes. that language. And so that they understand, like, oh, this is just a part of something that we do yes. every day. Um, and then some of that, sometimes, when they're in between those stages of, like, not newborn, not crazy toddler, but yeah. not quite old enough to have their attention, then you just bring them in close. Yep. And if they need snuggles and they need to color right next to you, or they just need to be held and rocked while you're reading and listening, then that's what you do. Yeah. So, I will say, like, my journaling time, I'm not a very good journaler, but I really, really was when Ian, or Eli was an infant. Because I yeah, I wrote down when he was nursing and when we were still. But now, not so much. Totally. I'm just back to my old reading and thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you nailed it, like... So for me, it looks like, I mean, every I think everybody kind of knows this now, but I like in in one week, Nora will be four. Abel just turned one, mm-hmm. and then Crew is five weeks old. So it's very different right now. But I think um, some days my daily devotional looks like just what I can listen to mm-hmm. music wise. Mm-hmm. But then there are some days where I get this really sweet window and I fight for it almost every day, but some days it just doesn't happen. And I say like, shame off you. Yes. yes. Rock on. Yes. Um, but if I can get able asleep for a nap and then I nurse crew to sleep, mm-hmm. then it's just me and Nora mm-hmm. and she's not old enough to read, mm-hmm. but she really does love to read. Mm-hmm. If I did air quotations, <laughs> Um, and sometimes if she's in the right mood, I can get her to sit on a, on a couch Mm -hmm. and read books, Mm -hmm. which is always the requirement. So I always start there. I don't like, I'm not like, oh, you're in a bad mood. Let's just skip it. Yeah. I'm it always starts with like, okay, Nora, it's reading time. Like mommy wants to read. And then I tell her about what I'm going to read, like whatever the book is. Um, 
or the Bible, and then she'll say, oh, I want to read my Bible. Mm -hmm. And she'll go get a book, and it's usually never her Bible. It's almost always, like, a book that makes noise, like Christmas Mm -hmm. songs. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a really thick book. Yes. (laughs) And she has this, um, your first hundred animals book, Mm -hmm. so every picture you touch goes, an animal noise, also in Spanish, and there's also a song. (laughs) That's usually the book she wants. not very quiet, quiet time. It's never quiet. And so... She'll, and she'll usually do that for about 10 minutes and she'll be like, Hey mommy, I'm all done with this. And so then, um, we just kind of, we just kind of move through that. Then I'll say, okay, Nora, if you're done reading books, then maybe it's time for you to go in your room and play for some quiet time. Mm -hmm. And mommy's still going to, and I reaffirm like what I'm going to be doing. Mm -hmm. And then, um, almost always it ends with her sitting in my lap, um, for about 20 minutes asking me to read out loud to her. And so, and then we do, like, even though we know she is like, what? Yeah. And every, every single second she'll be like, what's a wretch? What's a, <laughs> what's a sin? What's a soul? What's a cross? And so we, that's what our, it looks like right now. But, and so we do it that way. And then, um, but I will say, so just like, um, I don't want to use like postpartum depression, but it is real and it can happen. And I've just been walking through it, but, but being mindful of it, mm-hmm. I've been trying to really fill my mind with good things like Mm -hmm. not just sitting in what I've been going through Mm -hmm. um and I've ended up reading two books short ones but two books in that time frame and I just been reading at night like even though I know I'm trash tired Mm -hmm. right when I get in bed um I just like I settle crew down Ethan's like doing whatever he's doing Mm -hmm. and then I've just started reading a couple of chapters and so I've read the cross and the switchblade and then I just finished a tale of three kings it's one of my faves yeah it's like a good a good fave and um oh I love it so much yeah and it and it's so quick to read Mm -hmm. like you read part one and part two like but it's just like filling your mind like sacrificing something that's important to you to make that time when you have so many kids is like a question you have to come to. I'm not an early morning riser. That's yeah. like, doesn't sound like my jam. Yes. Actually sounds like misery. Yes. So I'd rather sacrifice that time at night. Yes. To meet with the Lord than wake up early and do it. But I know one of my truest heroes, she is up at the like four, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, just sneaking away for some real quiet time mm-hmm. with the Lord. And you know what? She's a well of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like she's wonderfully always has a word like, and she sacrifices that sleep with yes. four kids to bring that. Yes. So I think, um, I think what Lee said, just, so just keep in mind as you're talking on your kids mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be quiet and there is going to be a, there is going to be a give somewhere mm-hmm. and also just making it fit into your day. Yes. Fighting um, for it. You said fight for it. Fight for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then don't, and if it doesn't happen, there is not a guilt or a shame on it. Right. I don't think God's like, well, that sucks for you. Writing that one down, didn't right. spend time with me today. Right. You know, it's not who he is. He's your friend. And he's like, hey, today was rough. Mm-hmm. Let's do it tomorrow. Yes. You know? And just keep trying. Absolutely. Because your season will change. That's right. Your season will change. And so this goes for anybody. It's like not just kids when our lives get busy. Yes. But if you've gone from like a college, you know, maybe maybe you've worked through college, maybe you didn't work through college, but your schedule is yours. And now you're into the workforce yeah. and, or maybe you're newly married or you're changing jobs and your schedule looks different. Mm -hmm. And so your quiet time, devotional time just has to look different and that's okay. And I saw that yesterday actually Kai Alpha posted like what to do if you're feeling uninspired Mm. in your devotional time. Yeah. And Michael Weidman said something really good. He was like, if you are mimicking somebody else's quiet time because you think they have a good walk with the Lord, 
and you're not making it your own, it's a really like surefire way that it's not going to feel inspirational for you and you're not going to fight for something that doesn't feel that's amazing important or inspirational so make it your own like yes if you're not a journaler don't journal don't journal I've had to give that Ugh. over I'm like I can't feel guilty that I'm not like that yes I'm you not know? a journaler I'm just not some in past seasons I have been but it's yes. just not something that I do a lot um and so I don't fight for journal time um there's yes. stuff that I'm like I need to write that down so it's usually on a sticky note or in my bible somewhere yeah or like in crazy. my phone mm-hmm. um but don't fight for something that's not yours. Yeah. It doesn't make, make you less than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't make you less than. Also, Bronwyn, I know you listen to this podcast sometimes. Your husband is also a wealth of knowledge. I know. I so enjoyed the discipleship classes that oh, we did. Oh, my gosh. I so enjoyed them. I could re-listen to it. I, I, I that's my very first time to ever hear Michael talk Same. like that. Me too. And I, like, people in Chi Alpha get, like, get to hear him frequently. Yeah. So that was, like, when I, I was telling somebody, I was like, that's my first time. And I think it was, like, Patrice and Katie, they were like, what? And I was like, never heard that man. I Same. He's very away. intelligent and so articulate. Yes. And it didn't make you feel like over your head like right. it wasn't like too big for my brain I definitely but... felt like oh he he definitely thinks deeper than I do he's like yes. he is so he's so smart he's done a lot of study he knows things I did feel that but it wasn't in a in a condemning way uh-uh. it was, was in a like... way of, I was like it was actually really encouraging and, and pushing yes almost like almost inspiring inspiring if you would yes I yeah I like listened to him and I was just like wow I, know. I wanted to know things like I and Eli is like that too yes Stuart when I listen to him, I always feel inspired to want to know, yeah. like, what he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so, Bronwyn, you are also like that. And y'all are just a power, just incredible. power couple. Yeah. So, shout out to you guys. Shout for out to the Weidmans. Having wonderful brains. Yeah, we love y'all. Okay, moving on. Chit chat with a point. Yes. We're going to have to make it quick. Yeah, we can. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. Um, so, here's actually something we were kind of thinking through. And, um... I won't use the, I, so I actually heard my pastor use this example, but I'll use Nora because mm-hmm. applicable and it still fits. Yeah. So he specifically, specifically was talking about his son and super, Superman, but for the sake of everyone who watched my, uh, <laughs> Instagram of my daughter pretending <laughs> to be Elsa, That's right. um, we'll just keep going with that. So, uh, some, he was saying some days and actually it could be healthy it's really fun when your kid is like wants to dress up, mm-hmm. right? Like and pretend. Yes, Nora wears her Elsa dress. She's she's on the unhealthy spectrum, but <laughs> she wears her Elsa dress all the time. Mm-hmm. Loves to dress up like Elsa, and she also on some days for super fun wants to be called Elsa. Mm-hmm. She um, also really does believe that she lives in Arendelle, mm-hmm. and she actually she stopped calling doors doors. She calls them gates now. Oh, funny. Like, open up the gates. Who uh-huh. opened up the gates? So she'll tell me, why is this gate open? And I'm like, the door? <laughs> I'm, like, always trying to keep her, keep her A level. A little bit grounded. Yes, but it's super hard. So, but what he was saying was that um, it is really fun to let them pretend mm-hmm. and do these things. But... Mm-hmm. It actually is a hindrance and super unhealthy when you're like, yes, Elsa. When it's completely unyielded. Like, yes. Like, just free for all. Yeah. Like, all I, if I were to truly let her believe she was Elsa, mm-hmm. what, like, I'm doing her such a disservice um, because yeah. she's not Elsa. Right. She has no powers. In fact, Elsa is completely fictional. And I've tried to tell her that. And it <laughs> is, uh, she cries a lot. Oh. And so, um, 
specifically, I, I redid her room mm-hmm. for her. I got rid of all her frozen stuff because I'm really trying to battle this yeah, mindset. Yeah. And because it's not cute. It, after he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is not cute anymore. Like, yeah. and she's still, she's still a baby. So there is some days where I'm like, yeah, let's healthy be Elsa. imagination. Is yes. healthy. So we redid her room because it was all frozen um, from some giftings from Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, um, last night when we were praying and I was like, Lord, and like, thank you that we got to pack away all of our Elsa and we could trust that mommy was going to bring in something good. That's just like you, Lord, like you pack away all of our sin and you bring in something good. And she sat up so fast, tears in her eyes and goes, Elsa did not pass away. Oh no. And I was like, uh, that's not what I said. Pack away. <laughs> pack away. But that's where we're at. It's super unhealthy. So the pastor was saying that what we've, cre- what you can create if you mm-hmm. let it go just crazy is a fantasy world. Yeah, false reality. A false reality. Mm-hmm. She really does believe she's Elsa. Mm-hmm. And that got me thinking, how many of us have created a version, a fantasy world of mm-hmm. ourselves? Mm-hmm. Like, um, the, like in our brains, we're like, maybe we're like so put together. We're so on time. We don't mm-hmm. complain. Mm-hmm. We're like good wives. We're good moms. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. in our minds... Like, how many people have been like, oh, friend, I hear you. Like, that's, that, yeah, that's hard. And, but all you're really doing is complaining. And yeah. someone just has just been like, yeah, that's a bummer. Instead of being like, you know what? Like, maybe you should try being grateful. Yes. Yes. And maybe that, like, that does suck. But mm-hmm. what if you changed your mindset? Like, yes. What you're walking through is hard. But let's instead say, like, we're grateful for this. And, like, you know what else your husband does? He works hard. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it really is hard that you're alone so much, yeah. but he's working hard to provide for your family. Like, yeah. let's be grateful for that. Yeah. So, like, those are just, like, really specific examples, but... But there's a balance in between, like, okay, letting our letting our emotions be our emotions mm-hmm. and letting our thoughts be our thoughts, but at the end of the day, we have to take those things captive and we have to be willing to submit them yes. under Jesus' authority and absolutely think on the truth of the matter and the yes. truth of the matter can be at the same time. This sucks, but there are also things in my life that are okay and good. Yeah. And Jesus is still trustworthy. Yeah. Like it can be both of those things at the same time. Absolutely. And we shouldn't, so you're saying we shouldn't focus all of our attention on just one of those things because it could create a false reality. Yes. And I'm, and I'm also seeing like, if you're like, if you in your mind have created like this, like, this is who I am, but you're the friend of that person and you notice something in their life and you never call it out. Like if you never look at her and say, Hey, you're not Elsa baby. Yeah. Like you're Nora and God made you this way. Mm -hmm. And actually like you don't have powers, but what you do have is like kindness and strength and dignity. And, um, just like stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, truth. Yes. And if you're, so if you, no one does that for you, then you're, just in this like false reality of who you really might like think you are. Like you might think you're Elsa Mm -hmm. and you're not, you're not Elsa. And you need someone in your life that is a good friend, a good spouse, a good person like that. You really love and trust to be like, Hey, that's, that's not really what we see. That's not the whole truth. Yeah. That's not what we're seeing when we look at you. Like actually you're kind of like this and the Lord died for that so yeah. you need to surrender that back to yeah. jesus yes it's kind of so that's kind of what my thought was that's a really good thought um i was looking up some scripture to go with that and right when you just said that um i think this is the one 
Okay, yeah, okay. So it's Colossians 2, 9, and 10. And it says, For in Christ all the fullness all the fullness of God lives in bodily form. And in Christ you have been brought to fullness. Yes. Like in Christ alone you have yes. been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. Um, but I think sometimes I'm just like, obviously this is like, a, like we're talking about Nora. Yeah. And she's a baby. But there are adults in our lives that I think that yes. have done this. And I think that I've even been been guilty of this. 100%. Whenever I'm like, whenever my life starts to look too much like I've got it all together. You know, yeah. and so when I step outside of my house, I'm more concerned with like, are my kids prim and proper? Are everybody using their manners? Do I have mm-hmm. like is my hair done, my earrings on, my makeup's on? Like we're at church on time. Like all of those things. Like is my motivation in doing those things like something godly, mm-hmm. or is it like I need people to think we've got it together? Right. You know, that's like yes. because that that's that the motivation is not. Yeah. It shouldn't be just to please others or just to like look like we've got it all together because I mean, and I've said it so many times on the past two podcasts, if you're close with us, then you really know that that's not the truth. Um, but how it's like, okay, Lord, how am I portraying myself versus how, how am I really? And have I, have I absolutely given over every one of those rights to think that I have the best in mind for my life? Yes. Or did I did I put it on the cross? Yes. You know? And I think, like, I was just thinking this, too, is, like, with this false reality of, like, believing you're someone you're not, you can, it can also be, like, good and bad. Like, mm-hmm. so for me, I feel like if, like, I'm not living in this moment right now. I have a very sober sense of my reality. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think if you were in this situation... And, and if I was right now, I think mine would go towards um, pretending to be something better than mm-hmm. I am. That would be my reality. Like, mm-hmm. I would, like, a lot like you were saying, mm-hmm. I want to look like every, I've got it all together. Or I can also tell um, when I'm not in a healthy state with the Lord, mm-hmm. um, I depend a lot on, like, whoever I'm around. Like, I will try to, like, if, you know, does that make sense? Like, I will mm-hmm. try to mimic yeah. their being. Like, mm-hmm. if they are, I don't know, I think of something silly I'm not because I'm not in the situation so I'm like trying to make it up but I could find myself doing that easily if I'm not health like if I'm not in a healthy relationship with the Lord I could try to find myself mimicking someone else like um because they are healthy right and um I could see myself wanting to do that but I think there's like regurgitating information that they've said like oh yeah that's really good they're thinking about good things I need to like hold on to that so I can say it yeah. So people think that I'm thinking about good things. Yes. And I think we do that, but I think there's also like the opposite end of that. So mm-hmm. you could be like trying to play up your fantasy, yeah. but I think you could also be trying to play it down and the enemy could be like, um, if you're, and I think the key point here is that you're not in a healthy relationship with the Lord. It could also be the bottom half of this yes. where you are focused on all the bad things. Yeah. Like you're, you're always alone. Your spouse works too much. Mm-hmm. Like, um, all of your kids are going through something and it's mm-hmm. super hard. Like there's always a problem. And then what happens is your fantasy that you've created really does suck. Yeah. And the things that come out of that are real depression, mm-hmm. like divorces come mm-hmm. out of that. Like, um, just like there's some really ugly things that can come out of like a negative yes. fantasy that you've created because, because you're so in it in it and, and your so eyes focused on mm-hmm, it and your eyes are so downcast mm-hmm. that you can't even see like the provision from the husband or that yeah. your your kids are just walking through something and they actually need their mom yes or your friends are like they're 
they can hang out without you being there. Yes. Like that's okay too. They didn't yes. exclude you on purpose. Right. You know, they right. just, uh, they just happened to be texting each other and it was like, Hey, let's go get breakfast. Right. Right. So something like that, like it depends on like, I think your mental health with the Lord, with the help, with, with the help of the Lord. That's right. Yes. yes. Like, so I think, yeah, that's kind of just what I'm thinking is I'm thinking like your fantasy of yourself can either be like you're Elsa mm-hmm. or you're like, you're Elsa or you're Anna. Let's be honest. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's like Elsa was in that deep, dark place going to a whole frozen metaphor right now. Yes. You know, like she was like suffering alone. Right. Right. Anybody seen the movie? And yeah. then Anna, on the other hand, had this whole other like. Where she tried to marry a man she just met. Yeah. This whole other fantasy working out. Yeah. You know, neither one of them worked out. Neither yeah. one of them was reality. <laughs> neither one was living in a reality. I think that's so good. So I think too, it's like at the end of the day, we just have to have, a, we just need to be very mindful of not letting our thoughts run wild. Yeah. Not letting our minds and our emotions take over and really asking the Lord, like, am, are my thoughts submitted to you? Have I taken them captive? How do I take them captive when it tells us to do that in scripture? Like, what does that look like? Taking mm-hmm. our thoughts captive and surrendering them to you and, and nailing those things to the cross. Yeah. Like, so we don't pick them back up again. That's right. And so I think sometimes we just have to do it over and over and over again. Yeah. I think so. When I was listening to our pastor say this at staff meeting, it was a totally different situation, but what he said and like really has marked to me is like, um, you can you come in with truth. You mm-hmm. counteract it with mm-hmm. truth. Counteract your fantasy. Mm-hmm. So if you're the person that is um, believing you're a queen mm-hmm. when you're really just like a selfish person trying to rule something, yeah. you know, yeah, full frozen metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I think what you would counteract with like, it. I don't have to be prim and proper. My kids don't always have to have manners. Right. When every time someone's looking, right. like, what is the truth in that? Is like, kids are. Kids, kids are kids. Kids are kids. And there's grace. And you're, yeah, and you're training them in the right way. Yeah. But everybody has a day off. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody has a weird day. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you just so you counteract with, like, I know who I am. I know who I am in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that's sufficient for today. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a queen today. That's right. But what can I do in my heart to, like, keep my mind in the now and in the reality yes. and, like, if you if your desire is to be queenly, mm-hmm. then like change some stuff in your heart and exactly. to like work towards that goal. Yeah. And if yours is like the opposite, where you're like on a part two in the second, y'all know <laughs> she in that cave and <laughs> she's like everything's hard and like I'm like so over frozen, but <laughs> and then like Olaf is like disintegrating and she thinks her sister just died. That's some sucky stuff. Yeah. It's you like, know, it Kristoff. Can... Okay, in the second movie, Anna's like weird about Kristoff. <laughs> Have you, I don't know I've if you've seen, seen it. Second okay, but like Kristoff's like, oh, we're alone. Like, there's something I want to do. She's like, you would rather be alone with somebody else. Like, very insecure. Like, are they married? Not yet in the second oh, okay, one. Okay. But it's very confusing. Anna's very confusing in the second one. But she's in a cave and she's like full on. Everything around her sucks. Yes. And I mean, she really does think her sister just died. She's already lost her parents. Okay. And her best friend Olaf, the snowman, is gone. Okay. Kristoff is lost in the woods okay. because. In her brain, she's like, oh, he chose not to come with me. Oh. And so, you know, you're being a real Anna in the second movie. Yes. If that is you, then you counteract that with some truth. Okay. Like, yes. Kristoff is trustworthy. What did he say? Is that he would always show up. Like, the bridegroom. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. in the Bible. You know it. what I mean? Yeah. Like, he yeah. says, like, he's like, I'll be there, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Chad said that at church. And, um, 
so then, like, your sister just died. Like, what are some truths? Yes. Like, you, you counteract that with, like, okay, like, this is really hard, and I'm walking through something really hard, but this is what the Lord says about joy. Yeah. This is what the Lord says about, like, ever, like, everlasting peace. This yes. is what the Lord says about his strength. Yes. Like, you counteract those things. Like, you're, so I'm just going to use this example again. Probably it's because my husband works a lot, maybe. Yeah, That's why yeah. I keep yeah. feeling this way, but... Um, if your husband's working and he's gone, like, instead you say, like, I know my husband would rather be with me, but, mm-hmm. like, this is, like, the thing is, like, he's providing for our family. Thank you, Jesus, for this job. Mm-hmm. Thank you that my husband's, like, has, like, a calling on his life to be the provider. And yes. thank you that we know where our real provision comes from. Yes. And I can, like, look to you, Lord. Like, you change your truth. So, like, instead of being, like, Anna in the cave and, like... She actually stands up. She, like, has this epiphany, and she's like, I need to do the next right thing. Mm-hmm. The next right thing would be, like, speaking speaking God's truth over your situation. Yeah. And repenting for, take like, holding on to a lie. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Like, and repenting for sitting there and being like, okay, there's no hope for me. Yeah. I have to divorce my husband. Right. And so here's what we're not saying. Right. That hard stuff isn't hard. Hard stuff is so hard. It can... So there... there Two, there can be true, two truths at one time. You don't have to take one and forego the other. That's right. Your life can be hard. You can Job. be dealing with awful, real, heavy burdens. Yes. But at the same time, still be looking to Jesus. Yes. Still holding on to his truths. Is that easy? No. No. Is it fun? No. No. Is it... Worth your time and worth your energy. Yes. 100%. Um, it is a good It is a good fight, and it leaves you with a deep well. We've talked about this before. Yeah. That's when you dig down deep. You fill your own well with Jesus, and those two truths can both be true at the same time until the joy of the Lord is bigger than the problems at hand. Yes. Our lives are always going to be hard. They're always going to be heavy. We live in a fallen world, mm-hmm. and... A lot of what we're going through, honestly, I feel like a lot of stuff that we carry, it won't be, like, there won't be, like, 100% deliverance until we're with Jesus. Yes. You know? And I think that sometimes I need a healthy reminder of that. Yeah. But I, but does that mean I stop fighting and giving up hope that this is just a lost right. situation? Like, no. I keep pushing. I keep praying. I keep worshiping. I keep my eyes up, mm-hmm. thinking on truth, thinking on the right things. Um, and just trusting Jesus. Yes. And, and not being afraid, like not shying away or being afraid of like having to face that situation. Like it can be hard to like realize you're not who you thought you were. Yeah. That's a hard realization. And what's even harder is going to have to be like repenting of that, Mm -hmm. bringing it to the light, Mm -hmm. talking to your friends through it. Mm -hmm. Like those things are going to be hard. Mm -hmm. And that rebuke from the Lord is going to be hard. Yeah. But not being afraid of that hardness because it's like it's so good. It, yeah, the outcome is going to be good. There's you, a promise at the end of that. You might not be the queen. That's right. But you're, you know, like you're free in the woods where you wanted to be. That's right. So those are kind of like a little bit. And I think like, I don't know if it, none of that made sense. I think it could look like this. Like you might think you're a super healthy person, right? Like you care a lot about food and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're that person that's always preaching to people about like how how, Whole foods. Yeah, it's so no important. Nourish your bodies yes. while sitting there eating Chick-fil-A. I'm like, right? Yes. Like, I'm, I'm that person. <laughs> I'm like, I care deeply about what goes into my body, 
but I'm also like, oh, McDonald's, Taco Bell. Bell. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's a false sense of reality. I'm not a healthy person. And I think like, the, what is the truth? I'm eating Chick-fil-A right now. Yeah. Whereas the grace, that's okay. That's my season. Yes. But overall, what reality should I be facing is like, okay, so in this season right now, I d- I'm not a super carer of health and wellness, mm-hmm. but that can be something I work towards. Yeah. So I think that's like a little, like a, to help it make sense a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Like the false sense of reality is what we don't want. We don't we want to be honest with right. who we are, where we are, what's going on and not pretending to be more or less yeah. or like it's super great or it's super awful. Like yeah. just being really honest. And if you don't, if that's, if this is all, if this sounds like way out of left field or you're like, what, how do we even, if I'm not who I think I am, who am I? If that is right. the question that we're leaving you with, then our answer is not, it can't be a one size fit all because we don't know you personally totally. maybe. But what we can say is that, um, the creator of heaven and the creator of earth and the king of the universe knows exactly who you are. And if you don't know who you are and you're struggling and you have like identity stuff that you're dealing with in this baggage, go to him, mm-hmm. open up his word, do a study on who he says you are Yeah, because the Bible is full of who he says you are and who he wants you to be. That's right. And he can help you be that. And you yes. won't get it in any, like, podcast. Mm-mm. You won't get it here. Um, we hope we can drive you towards truth. But you That's won't right. get it from us. Um, you won't get it from some Instagram influencer. Nope. You won't get it from some self-help book. But if you dig into the word and you really study about who does who does God say his creation is, Mm-hmm. And how can I, and how can I find my identity in that? And if you're asking him, yes, then he can reveal that to you. Yes. And I think like just finishing out that thought all the way is like, also for every circumstance, problem, anything that you could be going through, Jesus has a term, like the Bible has a term for it and a solution for That's it. Right. And, um, so like specifically, I, I mentioned it earlier, like if mine is like postpartum depression, the Bible has something for that. He mm-hmm. says, in, in Genesis, it talks about Eve, and he says there's a great sadness, that that was part of the curse, was there would be a great sadness after you gave birth. But what is what is right and what is good is, like, he gave, he's, she still had tasks at hand. Mm-hmm. She still knew who, she, like, the Lord didn't turn his back on her. I'm not alone in the, you know, like, so you don't have to walk around being like, oh, I'm in postpartum depression and I hate everything. Mm-hmm. That can be a true, yeah. That's like, like what Leah's saying, that it can be a true thing. Like, you're walking through something that is really incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. What can also be true is that the Bible has an answer for it and it's trustworthy and it's good and Mm -hmm. it can help. Yeah. You know, like you're not, like you're not going to find it anywhere else. The Bible is your identity. The Bible is your circumstance. The Bible is anything and everything. There's nothing new under the sun. You know, it's like we, we have like the best gift and you're only going to find that through the Bible. So your quiet time, your devotional. That's right. Dig in when you can. Yeah. Every day fight for it. All right, so lastly, now that we got all that heavy stuff, you're welcome. (laughs) Happy Friday. Um, We don't want to leave you guys without hyping up our girl, Dylan, one more time. Seriously. Okay, so I had the best conversations (laughs) with some friends at church on Sunday because we didn't have any babies in our baby class. We had two, two, and they were both asleep. Mm -hmm. And so people would keep coming to check on us because that that room can get 
rowdy quickly. And it was so chill and calm in there that a couple of people just stayed and sat and were just chatting, which was so wonderful. Um, And they were talking specifically about Midnight Ministries, and I was so happy. That's amazing. I'm like, they're engaging, they're following, they're like sending in questions, they're like telling Delenn and and Midnight Ministries like, hey, this really spoke to me. Like, thanks for posting this. I never thought about this. Anyway, so we're talking all about that. And so we know you guys, some of you are excited to hear more from Delenn. And Sierra and I have been talking about what that's going to look like. And we think it might be two parts. We're hoping that we can get Dylan in the closet one time, record two parts, but have it like segmented out yes. for y'all. Um, and we're so excited to have her. She's excited. We talked to her last yes. week. Um, and we were like, hey, so we can send you, it's really cool, Anchor will let you send a link to basically call in. Mm-hmm. It's what we did with our friend um, overseas. Like, obviously, we didn't fly to the Middle East yeah, to interview cool. her. That would have been awesome. And she wasn't in the closet. That would have been a big crowdfunding. <laughs> that would have been so much funding. Um, but we sent her the link, so we were giving Delenn that option. And she was like, no. Emphatically, no. I'm yes. coming to the closet. I want the full closet experience. She literally said that. She was like, <laughs> I want, she, uh, in a direct question, she said, I want to breathe the air that's coming out of your mouths. <laughs> <laughs> and so she'll be in the closet with us. It's coming next week. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. That's the plan. So next Friday, get ready. Um, and then... It'll be two parts. Yeah. Yes. We're hoping for two parts. And then ending and following with Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yeah. Which we have. We'll have... Hopefully, we have our fingers crossed for a really special guest. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think that would actually put us at the end of season two, ending on Mother's Day. There we go. So that's really fun. That is fun. We don't know what the summer seasons are going to look like. The summer sessions are going to look like yet. We need to get some, some time with the Lord and really ask what what he wants to do and what what that's going to look like. Um, because life changes. Seasons change. Mm-hmm. Summers get a little hairier for the yeah. Jones crew because everybody's home all day. Yeah, and all my Every kids day. will be home too. Yeah. So we'll see what it looks like. And then lastly, before we let y'all go and before you go off to have a wonderful weekend, we just wanted to say one more time, thank you so much for helping us get our microphones set up in the closet. Yes. Um, our goal is $600. Mm-hmm. And we have a, over, we have right about 300 followers on Instagram. That's right. 298? Something like Something that. Something like that. So if anybody who's listened, anybody who's like felt encouraged or challenged, who's shared, who's engaged with this podcast could Venmo $2. Mm-hmm. We could get our microphones. Seriously. And, and we could have like a cool sound set up, better quality, yeah, better content. It's, it's, I would, I wish that. I'm not ever going to show you what our setup looks like in real life because it's quite embarrassing most of the time. The closet is full nah. of clothes and we have a ring light holding the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but we're 30, 30% there. We are 30% there. And that's huge. It's like, so awesome. we're super grateful for thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's really fun to like see all this in my Venmo. Every time someone Venmo's, I'm like, thank you. It's so special. It like touches our hearts so much that y'all are helping us do this. Yes. Because the paychecks we get from Anchor right now, not that great, not that big, but we're working While towards it. While we're being it. super healthy um, mindsets, we could also just go eat a Taco Bell with that paycheck. So. <laughs> but we're not gonna. It's gonna go towards the microphone. Absolutely not. Um, that's why I sat through that whole Discover shabacle. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, we love you guys. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep fighting yes. for your quiet time. And don't forget, if you have any questions, anything you want us to look into, anything you want us to talk about, throw it in our DMs. Yes. And don't be an Anna or an Elsa. Be like Jesus. Be like Jesus.
Thanks for joining us on Harvest today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Come hang out with us on Instagram. And as always, thanks for listening.